On the tee, the knackered golfist. Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. You are listening live to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. The Knackered Golfist Podcast. Okay, I'm going to take my earbuds off. Stand by. Okay. Oh, goodness gracious. Good heavens. Take that down a bit. What I'm doing is I'm attaching a recorder to my phone that is actually listening to the show that I'm doing. and I'm getting levels. I'm looking at visual levels on my recorder to be able to possibly do a Knacker Golfist podcast with the Listen app. And the thing is, is that I'm not going to... Oh, the thing is, is I'm not going to be able to hear what the caller is talking about in real time if and when I do have an actual caller to the show. Actually, maybe, maybe not. Because I think I might be in a delay, but then my guest might be also in a delay. But then again, it might not, because I'm not I'm not hearing the exact time when the caller is making the, the comments that he or she is making. So anyway... Um, <clears throat> I'm just uh, I'm just going to talk about this and maybe post it to my podcast. This is the Knacker Golfers podcast on Listen App, and I'm trying this format. And I've been having quite a bit of problems trying to get this app to work. And I've been hearing from uh, I, I I usually listen to the Grant Napier podcast or the Grant Napier if you don't like that podcast uh, on the uh, he has a Listen App show where. There's uh, callers that actually that used to listen to his old uh, radio show in Sacramento. They usually they they follow him on Listen App and they're able to call in and make comments about whatever sports event is going on. And so it turns into a lively uh, sort of show where we're talking about the Kings, we're talking about the 49ers, we're talking about anything that has to do with sports. And I think it's uh, I think it's cool. I think it's a great format. I've always wanted to have a radio call-in type show and listen to people call in, but man, that's going to be interesting because I'm not going to be able to hear unless it's, Oh, maybe what I have to do is I have to put my earbuds on. I got to put my earbuds on. Well, you know what I'm going to have to do? Oh, I need another deal with that. So I'm going to have to disconnect my power on my phone oh crike crikey um good heavens oh there it is okay so let's do this i'm gonna take my earbuds and plug them into the phone that i'm actually talking into because i have two phones right here i have two phones where one is connected to a recording device that actually records the session that i'm making here and then the other is being used to listen to myself and listen to the caller that will call in. And so I have an audience. It's this this lovely person. His name is highway sign fanatic is listening to my show and I'm still getting good levels supposedly. And it's on a delay. So I'm actually 
doing this with a delay, but in this way, in this format, I'm going to be able to listen to a caller if that if that happens. And so, all right, so this is golf. We got we got cool stuff coming along in the next few weeks with golf. We're on the California slash Arizona swing on the PGA Tour. The first event on the schedule is this weekend, and it's actually what used to be called the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic, and that event is being held down in the Palm Springs area, and they are hosting that event, I believe, at uh, PGA West. And if you don't know, the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic was a big, big deal back in the uh, back in the day, back in the '80s, especially with Bob Hope was the host. And he had all his celebrity friends out there, and they were playing golf. Gerald Ford was out there. And, it, you know, former president, how hard would play golf today? And Gerald Ford was out there with, uh, you know, Bill Clinton and George H.W. Bush and uh, all these other folks and celebrities. And so that was the first event in the calendar that actually intermingled with celebrities to have a golf tournament. And that tournament was uh, put on by... Usually NBC or ABC in the la- in the later years. So now it's not even anything close to that. And they used to play that course. They used to play that tournament on, uh, I'm thinking, three or four golf courses. And I think even like back in the 90s, uh, I remember Tom Kite winning that tournament. And it was a 90-hole event. It was five, instead of four rounds, it was five rounds of golf. And I think it was it was in the very early 90s, and Tom Kite won that event. It could have been 92 when he won that. And Tom Kite uh, won the uh, the Los Angeles Open in, in the next few weeks after that. And then he won the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach that year in 1992 to win his very first major. And it was on ABC television, and it was a in an, uh, it was awesome to see that. I still remember it to his day, and I think I might have, I might be playing the uh, the Ben Hogan Fort Worth Blades that he was playing during that tournament. So I don't know. I'm I'm not sure, but it could be. So <clears throat> listen app could be working. I'm getting levels on my recorder, but I'm not able to hear what the what the stuff is, and that's why I have it plugged into my phone that is actually listening. That is the actual Highway Sign Fanatic phone <clears throat> that I'm using to. Uh, plug into my recorder because the listen app does not record my sessions it only records the uh the little three minute vignettes that i do as it relates to you know the 49er game or the king's game or any comment that i want to make about sports and um i'm getting some shout outs now with the grant napier show and uh i got some i got a follower today his name is johnny no helmet and he is infatuated with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. He loves that place. And if he hears this, <clears throat> hope to talk to him sometime and, uh, you know, pick his brain on what he likes about golf and stuff like that. So, you know, I am the sunset character of the show. And uh, I called that show yesterday and I was commenting on how we were going to see a sunset that night. That was last night. We had a gorgeous sunset. But tonight, unfortunately, we had some cloud cover. And it's actually starting to rain again, but it's not going to rain as profusely as it has been the last month, month and a half, two months. And so that sort of thing like that, of that in there. Uh, So the 
so the American Express tournament is happening. What used to be called the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic is happening this weekend, and then we have, and then that's happening in conjunction with the divisional playoff rounds of the NFL. And so that tournament is going to be on the Golf Channel. That's guaranteed. And so, and uh, oh, I don't want to talk about live today. I don't want to talk about it. So I was just thinking of that. So then. Then we have the next, the week after that is the uh, the uh, the Farmers Insurance Open or Farmers Insurance Classic. I don't know what it's called. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. That event is being held at Torrey Pines Golf Course in La Jolla, California. Excuse me, La Jolla, California, which is outside San Diego. And that used to be called the Buke Invitational. And I actually went to that event, I think, either once or twice when I was down. Um, going to school in Southern California back in the mid-90s, and I remember seeing Nick Faldo there for the first time, and I was infatuated <clears throat> with Nick Faldo. I looked up to him. I wanted to be Nick Faldo. I loved his swing because he was tall like me, and as Bob Friend put it in another podcast that I did, um, he, he was built like a quarterback, and so he was one of the one of the preeminent tall golfers of his era, and he was... Uh, he was a, he was a uh, a great golfer. He he you know he he'll tell you that up and down suns sunrise to sunset that he's the greatest golfer that ever lived. I don't know. <coughs> you know, Nick, I've I've met you that one time. You told me that many many times. That you're the greatest golfer now in the whole world. That's that's a that's Don Rickles there. Anyway, anyway, uh, Anyway, Steve's this is Steve Sachs. You know, Steve has a problem. He's been uh, he's been smiling at a lot of guys in the locker room. <laughs> anyway, he says, "Want to see my bubblegum?" Anyway, uh, I'm excited about this list now because I could actually talk to somebody and actually have a conversation, unlike in real life. Um. So anyway, what comes after the San Diego Invitational? Or oh, it used to be called the Andy Williams Invitational at the course in La Jolla, the, uh, the Torrey Pines golf course. And they had the U S open there uh, a couple years ago and it wasn't that great. And it was, it was, uh, and Tiger Woods won the U S open there back in 2008. And the, I think it was, it wasn't last year, but the year at, Oh, last year was unbelievable. It was at, um, Brookline, Massachusetts. <clears throat> and, um, and the, the, the kid from, uh, England won. I can't remember his name. And he had, uh, oh, oh, Billy Foster was on the bag. Billy Foster, who caddied for Seve, was on that bag. And that was a, uh, um, that was awesome to see him win the uh, U.S. Open with uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. That's who it was. So, anyway, uh, John Rahm won the U.S. Open there in 2021. Oh, it was the year after Bryson won at Winged Foot, where he brought Winged Foot to its knees when it didn't have to be. <coughs> with his... Um, overpowering the golf course the way it sh the way god the way god didn't intend it so um anyway so then after the la jolla tournament i, I love saying la jolla because it gets in the it gets it grinds people's gears because i'm mispronouncing i'm deliberately mispronouncing the name anyway I, it's la jolla but it's i like to say la jolla because that's uh that get that that gets me into parties talking like that so um then what else? Then we have the, I think it's the, oh, so then we have the AT&T Pebble Beach Ampro 
that happens the week after the San Diego event. And in that regard, we have what is called the, uh, the it's like a three-course sort of uh, a tournament where it's at Pebble Beach, it's at Spyglass Hill, and then it's also at Monterey Peninsula Golf Club. And I've got to I got to wonder after these series of storms if those courses are ready are going to be ready for the actual tournament because there could be some damage <clears throat> done by the uh, the uh, the typhoon that came through or whatever you call it the bomb cyclone. You know I hope those courses are ready, and I hope those guys are uh, you know in the right spot in the right frame of mind to host that tournament. So. And then after that, so that's the week in between the uh, conference championship game and the Super Bowl. So that's during the Pro Bowl weekend, which is going to be in Las Vegas, that I probably won't watch. I might, You know what? I might watch that. I was in Las Vegas a few weeks ago, and I think it's cool that they may actually have affordable, uh, affordable ticket prices for that thing. I think I saw 35 bucks. For uh, somebody to take part in viewing some of the Pro Bowl weekend activities, and so I think that would be reasonable to have a, a, a ticket to do anything in thirty for thirty five bucks in Las Vegas is a freaking bargain. So I'd say jump on it if you can, no pun intended. Um, but uh, anyway, you think of that, you think of Las Vegas, and you think you got to spend a hundred dollars for a steak, and I didn't do that. I'm still waiting to be able to have my steak. I'm going to have it here at the old uh, back out restaurant in uh, the city that I live in. Or I could go to uh, a place that's called Black Angus. I don't know if that place is still around anymore, but they had a pretty good steak. Or I could just go to Sizzler. You know, Sizzler has a good deal. Sizzler has good food. I like Sizzler. And I can get pretty full up there. But um, anyway, what else was I talking about? So <clears throat> golf is... So then Super Bowl, so then you have the Pebble Beach Pro and Pro happening that weekend. And then you have the the Phoenix Open, which is the, uh, the Waste Management uh, Classic or Open or whatever. The Waste Management in at TPC Scottsdale the, week, the weekend that the Super Bowl is going to be played. <coughs> and that's going to be... That's going to be an interesting thing because you're going to have on the other side of town, you're going to have the Super Bowl. And then on the other side of town, you're going to have the Waste Management uh, Tournament, the Waste Management Open, the Phoenix Open, the, uh, the uh, yeah, the Phoenix Thunderbirds Open that Phil Mickelson won when he was an amateur. Dang it, I said his name. Darn it. Um, then after that is going to be the... Um, I believe after that is the uh, the Nissan Open or the Los Angeles Open, where, or what they call it now, the Genesis Invitational, and that's the that's the big deal tournament of the uh, of the California Swing, and that was uh, that's being held at Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, California, and I think it's a really really well designed golf course, and I I love seeing that golf course on TV, and I think it's a uh, a true test of golf, and I really think they should have a major there. But um, what if they had the U.S. Open there instead of at Pebble Beach, the way they normally do, um, you know, every seven years or something like that? So what if they did that? That'd be so awesome if they did that. 
But who knows? Oh, they're having it at LA Country Club this year. What the heck am I talking about? It's going to be right around the corner from Riviera. <laughs> it's going to be at uh, Los Angeles Country Club this year. That should be awesome. That should be an amazing... Sorry, I'm not going to say amazing anymore. I want to try to not say amazing so much. I, I, I think it's a overused word, and I find myself saying it a lot, and it annoys a lot of people. So, anyway, um, I think it should work. And I think LA Country Club is going to be a great venue. And I look forward to that. That's going to be in June. Father's Day weekend. <coughs> Mark that on your calendar. And then that's it for the uh, for the uh, California Swing. And so with that being said, that is – so they go from California to the Florida Swing. And their first tournament there is the Honda Classic and what used to be the Doral Rider Open – is no longer on the schedule. Um, they uh, are having the Honda Classic, and then it goes up the up the peninsula there to the Players Championship, and then it goes like Honda Classic. It goes from like it goes from like uh, middle February into March, and then they come over to Texas to have some match play event, and then they have the Valero Texas Open in San Antonio. And then from there, they have the Masters Tournament in April at Augusta National. And then after that is the Harbortown MCI Heritage Classic um, that I remember the name of. Uh, and then it goes from there. So anyway, that's sort of a, a bit of a rundown on the upcoming PGA Tour schedule. And also, in, in on the weekend, I think, of the... Um, Pebble Beach National, Pebble Beach AT&T, Pebble Beach National Ampro. They have this event in Saudi Arabia that I think is on the European tour. <clears throat> it's not the Live Tour, but it's a uh, a tournament that pulled a lot of golfers away in the last five years to uh, play for more money. And you know, notable notably, uh, Dustin Johnson went over there to win a bunch of money, and he decided to not go to Pebble Beach. And I think it's a shame that Pebble Beach doesn't get the player turnout that it used to. With AT&T being, being such a huge sponsor of PGA Tour Golf um, on the calendar, they ha I think they sponsor at least two or three, maybe even four tournaments during the year. It's a shame that that the Pebble Beach events don't get the uh, the player turnout that it used to. So... It's a little sad. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to be watching that tournament on Saturday because it's just uh, celebrities playing golf, and I'd rather I'd rather not watch celebrities play golf, to be perfectly honest. But it's all it's all designed to help the person in the Midwest or back east to uh, feel better. It's like okay, spring is coming. You know, it's to help them. It's to help them. You know, to uh, feel better that you know there is sunshine shining somewhere. And this year, who knows? It might be rained out. <laughs> it might be rained out this year again because we're in a we're in a pretty heavy, heavy uh, precipitation kind of uh, winter right now, and so it's uh, it's a bit difficult. It's a, a bit difficult to uh, to calibrate what is going to happen in the next few weeks at the on the Monterey Peninsula. So I hope it works out. I hope there wasn't you know damage to these golf courses where they're having these events and uh i hope uh i hope it works out hope it works out so anyway i think i'm gonna sign off for now 
I want to thank you if you hear this. I'm I'm going to try to use this Listen app. I'd love to have some followers to my podcast on Listen app. That way, if I have followers to my podcast, I can host events like this. Even though the app doesn't work to record my sessions, I can at least I can at least have people call in, and I actually I would love to just talk to them about stuff, and I can record it here with my recorder. And I hope that my recorder has a good rendering of the little session that I had just now. I was on with my good friend Chris last night, and we talked about some stuff. I think that part worked, where I was just able to channel in and out of uh, having a caller come on and talk and stuff like that. And so, you know, if you're a fan, if you're a, <clears throat> if you follow me, my name is TKG Trent on uh, on Listen App, and right now I have an old dusty picture of the entrance to Arco Arena as my uh, as my uh, photo for my uh, for my account so um, anyway I do the Knackered Golfers podcast and I like golf and I also do a Facebook group that's called the Forged Golf Club Appreciation page on Facebook <clears throat> we have close to 3,500 members on that page that enjoy Forged Golf Clubs and I think it's a good group that has good people on it. And uh, I've interviewed a few of them for my podcast. And it's been a while since I've interviewed people. So maybe, who knows, maybe I'll do this again. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But um, it's cool. I want to be able to listen to myself on the on the drive to work and see if this sounds good. So I'm going to go to the uh, old computer and edit this out. And hopefully my recorder got everything the way it was intended. So anyway, thank you for listening. And... God bless America. On the tee, the knackered golfist. Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. You are listening live to the knackered golfist podcast. The knackered golfist podcast. He had, uh, oh, oh, Billy Foster was on the bag. Billy Foster, who caddied for Seve, was on that bag. And that was a, uh, um, that was awesome to see him win the uh, U.S. Open with uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. That's who it was. So, all right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.